0: So I was like 16 when I started, and around the time I was 18 is when I personally think I got good at it, like 16 to 18. Of course, with modeling, just like any other field, there's like, you're going to suck so bad at first, and then when you look back at it, you're like, damn, I was shit at this. And then you start to get good at it and confident and So when I started believing in myself, that's when I was like, okay, I don't really care what these people think, but now I have this like, move even though I don't really want it.
1: Welcome back to another episode of the 52 Stories Podcast. My name is Omar at Omer Mwasim, and today I'm joined by Harith. He's a model from Chicago. So what's up, bro?
0: No, Moj, what's up with you, bro? Why didn't you give my yeah. at in this?
1: Because you that's what be you're going to do girl. right now. Go <laughs> ahead and introduce yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, like you Go said, ahead and introduce yourself. Like you said, my at is my first name, which is another T, so it's at Harith uh yeah i'm a model from chicago amongst that i do a couple other things but i feel like that's what i'm most known for that and just being being a dude man
1: interesting awesome okay so i guess (laughs) let's start with let's start with the first let's start with the first part of that which is a model so you want to give us the backstory of like what that entails
0: well then like what i do or how i started
1: yeah because i feel like at this point especially with instagram a lot of people get like a thousand followers and they call themselves a model but you're like actually signed
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, first of all, it's very true. Uh, I, I I agree, though. At one point, my opinion on that was like, oh, you think you're such a cool model. You put fashion model in the Instagram bio. All of a sudden, you think you're oh, hot shit. That was my initial view. Secondly, but like the way I'm at now, I'm like, you know what? If you want to put fashion model and you want to take iPhone 5C pictures in the backyard of your parents' house, that's cool, man. I don't care as long as you're happy. But don't don't be like all stuck up and prodful and arrogant about it. Just do your thing, but don't like, be beating other people down for it. That's when I realized I don't really care what other people are doing or what they label themselves as. But yeah, uh, recently I got signed with a agency here in Chicago. I'm not I'm not gonna say which one yet because I haven't like actually publicized it yet. Actually, no, it's just the the Rock Modeling agency here in Chicago. It's like the second biggest one in Chicago. I haven't put that sure. anywhere yet, just because I've been I don't know, I've just been kind of waiting to do it. Also, I don't really tell people anything until. I don't know until until it happens. It's until it's very set. Not even because it's just nuzzer but just because I just don't. I myself am very like. It didn't happen until it actually happens right in front of me. Kind of view for everything, so I just right. But Makes sense. Okay. Fashion model or not, if you go out and you take pictures, you want to call yourself a model. That's good. Go ahead, do it.
1: Awesome. All right. So I guess let's uh, to back up a little bit. How did you even like? Is that something you knew from when you were a kid? Like, oh, I want to get assigned for like a uh, get signed to an agency or was that something that just kind of happened uh
0: when i was a kid no way when i was a kid i wanted to be a pediatrician just like every other brown kid i wanted to be some of doctor. <laughs> yeah
1: there you go a pediatrician the reason we
0: get to that conclusion is because it's just the easiest one you've got to fuck around you has got to frick around and just like give a kid like what is it Tylenol be like yo you're sick take some Tylenol other than that what else are you gonna do like for
1: treating kids with like doctor shit but i, mean, I guess there, there's a lot more than that but yeah
0: you know, maybe. (laughs) But that was in my mind. In my mind, I was like, if I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going to be a pediatrician. That seems like the easiest one. I'll just do that. But then very, very soon or very after I realized that, I was like, I'm not going to do that. Why the hell would I want to go to college for eight to 12 years, minimum of six, if I do the Pakistan route, and just to do something that I don't even want to do. Like, I'm going to wake up every single day. Some kid's going to sneeze on me and I'm going to have to like drink the what is it, the nose fluid, the snot every single morning I wake up, that's something that excites me, I'm not going to be happy doing that shit, every single morning I have to deal with some other fucking sunny dad beating the shit on me why is my son sick, why is my son, I don't know I don't fucking know, like why are you asking me this shit and I know that I wouldn't be happy waking up every single morning doing that, so I was like, I don't know what I want to do yet, no idea, I'll just do a business major because that's the easiest shit, people who don't know what they're doing, they go to college for business, they'll be like, what are you doing, what are you majoring in, every single time, I don't know the answer to that, I just say, my major is business and they know that I don't fucking know what I'm doing. So they don't ask any more questions after that. But uh, I started modeling. Uh, <laughs> I started, when I started, my brother, hey man, I'm trying to answer your question, man. <laughs> so when I was like 50 to 60, my brother bought a camera, very simple camera, like the $300 starter Canon cameras. And he started taking pictures of himself. So I started t- taking pictures of him. And then he got bored of it. So he started taking pictures of me. And I was like, hey, I kind of like this. Um, So, and then I transferred to a different high school, sophomore year, and when I was there, I met this one girl, her name is V, very talented photographer, literally just, there was, we didn't even know each other, she just saw me, and she she knew that I was new to that school, she said, hey, you look like a cool person to take pictures of, I have a camera, you want to take pictures, because she had a YouTube channel at one point, or at that point, and she was just like, let's let's go out and take pictures together, that's what we did, I brought like five outfits, we just went around the Chicago area, we just started taking pictures, and that was, and then, I looked, then I looked at it, and I was like, this is something that I could do. Because not only was I, like, good at it, but I was also, like, interested in it. That excited me. And, like, when people saw it, they were just like, there's not a lot of brown people doing this. They were like, a brown kid taking good pictures? Or, like, a brown kid going into modeling? Of course, I like got bullied for it. It was never people like, oh, that's so inspiring. It was people going, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Like, you can't do that. Like, why do you think you're even, like, why would you even try to do that? And that is when I was like, okay, now I have to do it. People, people don't see brown people as something who, as a people in this industry, I'm going to be the first one. I'm open doors for everyone else who wants to do this. That's how
1: it started. Interesting. Yeah. No. Okay. There's so much to unpack from that. The first thing is, yeah. no No disrespect to anyone who is a doctor or a business major. Do your thing. <laughs> I have to say, <laughs> for me, no disrespect for me. Hart says uh, he doesn't care. All right. In the second part, no, I'm telling totally you. It make you happy. But, That's what I was Right, and then the second part is yeah, that's a really good point. Honestly, I think as uh, with the with the uh, with the way our culture is brown people culture, creative passions are usually not something that is encouraged. You know, like when I when I started doing the whole filmmaking thing, I'm going to be honest. Like when I was doing it in middle school, everyone said it was, uh, you know, the the people who typically crap on other people. Those are the same people who are like, "What are you doing?" As <laughs> you start progressing in it. Most people turn around and they're like, "Okay, I guess you're the wild yeah. card. Nobody yeah. else do that. Nobody else do that. It's just him. He's the weird uh-huh. one." Uh-huh. Um, but it's 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 a good uh it's a good motivation. Um, now, do you think that everyone around you has kind of warmed up to the idea of like brown oh, yeah. model? Oh,
0: oh yeah, Cause so I was like 16 when I started, and around the time I was 18 is when I personally think I got good at it. Like 16 to 18, of course, with modeling, just like any other field, there's like you're gonna suck so bad at first. And then when you look back at it, you're like, damn, I was shit at this. And then you start to get good at it, and confident in it. So when I started believing in myself, and I labeled myself not as fashion model on Instagram, but like wanna be, or like this is what I'm trying to be, aspiring model stuff like that, that's when I was like, okay, I don't really care what these people think, but now I have their like approval, even though I don't really want it, because they were seeing the pictures and I was getting better, and like people would always comment like, I thought this was like an ad, or like I thought this was. Really- Or like, I thought you were like mm. for this company, some shit like that. That obviously, of course, made me feel good knowing that I was progressing to that level of- Yeah, validation. Yeah. But also to them, the same people who were talking shit at first came back now and are like, oh, look at you. You're actually doing it. Or like, look at
1: you. This is an actually good picture. It's always actually, or like, I can't believe it. Or like, how do you act? Oh God, I hate it when people say that. You
0: really did something that isn't like what we're supposed to do? Or like, you're actually successful in something you said you're going to be successful in? What the fuck is that about? It's like, shut the fuck up. Fuck you, fat bitch. I was gonna do it no matter what. Oh, I mean. <laughs> not, not Bitch, first of all, gender neutral, fat. Nah, I don't even care if you're not fat. I use that as an insult. I call myself fat sometimes. But at that point in time, when I was 18, when I was a young man, I was a young man. I'm 20 right now, but When I was a young man, I was like, that's when people really started looking at me as like an actual person who's gonna do stuff like that. And of course, they always use the term actual. It so was very annoying.
1: Yeah, uh, interesting. So now that you're, you know, a little bit better progressed, you're you're assigned, do you think that this is what you want to spend the future doing modeling or because I know you mentioned before, when we were talking that you're in college, um, and you mentioned, you know, the whole business major thing, are you trying to become like a model? Are you trying to become like a business person? You have a clothing brand, which we can get into later? Or like, are you just trying to kind of just do whatever feels right in the moment and figure it out later?
0: Yeah. Honestly, modeling, it's a full-time job. It can be, but it's only when you get gigs. So it's just like acting until you get an audition or until you get a booking, you're not really doing anything. So I have free to free time that I like to use to do other productive things, just like the clothing brand or starting businesses or failing in businesses or just anything else really.
1: But you're not interested in like pursuing a nine to five, like becoming an engineer oh, or something.
0: Wow. Oh my, that, that is my greatest fear mediocrity is my greatest fear if i somehow become some 95 bitch that's how i know i failed in life but at the end of the day that is a good backup plan you know if that's what you want to do that makes you happy go ahead and do it but that does not excite me in any way so if i did that that means i failed in life i'll still make money or whatever but that's what i'm gonna do if all of this fails if every single thing fails fine i'll do that and i'll just be depressed for the rest of my life i
1: get that dude i feel like it's whatever you're saying sounds a lot like my friends who are also in the 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 niche of okay i want to do something extraordinary it's not going to be engineering even though that's what my my parents want me to be and if i'm an engineer i will make a lot of money and i'll be very sad doing it uh so oh, i guess yeah. you know it sounds like a lot sounds a lot like what you're saying um as it stands right now with your clothing brand with your you know you have a, a following on tiktok you have a you know you are modeling right now what is like the main source of your I don't want to say income, but, like, what takes up the most of your time? What are you, like, most devoted to?
0: Uh, What takes the most of my time nowadays, because it's winter, and I'm sad, is just sitting in bed, waking up at 2 p.m. all day, every single day. That, honestly, doing nothing. I, like, winter, I'm not going to lie, man. I like to think of myself as a fairly productive person, but in the winter, I shut down. I shut down, man. But when I'm running at maximum capacity, the thing that takes up the most time is shooting. Me and... uh Irfan and Musti. That's like the squad. That's the goal. And that who are
1: those team. two? Who are those two so, guys for the people that, like don't know you?
0: Okay, so people don't know Irfan, number one greatest photographer I've ever worked with. Not even just Chicagoland area, but I'm sure everywhere ever. Are you a photographer too? Yes. <laughs> okay, well, we, we haven't worked together, so like, I said All right, that's all what right. That's what I was trying to say. And then Save secondly, yourself. yeah, I did, I did. And then Musti, number one videographer, or up there, one of the best videographers. <laughs> One of the best (laughs) videographers and assisted photographers and standalone photographers ever. Because I know he himself doesn't label himself as a photographer or videographer, so I don't want to call him that. But he can if he wants to be. And he gets paid for it sometimes to be. So, like, he can if he wants. But these two people, what takes him the most time is randomly in the group chat because we all work We have very similar work methods or ethics when it comes to winter work. It is basically, yo, I woke up at 4 o'clock today, man. I don't know what to do today. And it's like, and then Irfan always texting the group chat, yo, let's shoot, let's shoot. The sun's down at 4.30 and he lives an hour away from me. So I'm like, all right, come through. He he shows up at my house at 7. He's like, let's do it. Come on, let's do it. Let's shoot, bro. And it's like 28 degrees here in Chicago. The wind chill makes it like 20. There's no sun. It's dark outside. The moon isn't even showing and he's like, come on, boys, you're such a pussy, bro. we gotta go, we gotta make content, we gotta blow up, we gotta make TikTok." I agree, but we can't do it right now, man. I can't go outside, let alone, I can't wake up in the morning, let alone go outside, <laughs> man. But what takes up most of the time is us three trying to shoot in winter. But if it's not winter, then it's just us shooting. Like we meet up at least like three or four times a week and whatever we're doing, we make some sort of content from either TikTok or if it's Instagram photography.
1: Solid, awesome, okay. The next question is, um, how did you actually end up getting signed?
0: I got okay. So I was signed when I was sixteen to a modeling agency, a modeling acting agency in Oakbrook, so near Chicago, like west of Chicago. So and this is when you were like just starting
1: out, and you were yeah, like right, not great at it. at it.
0: No, I was, I was shit at it. I had bra- I didn't even have braces. This was before I had braces. So I like to think in myself. To myself, of course, we all like think of ourselves this way. I was still a little ugly brown kid. That's where I saw myself. I did not grow yet in any way that I wasn't confident. I wasn't, I didn't believe in myself none of that stuff yet. I just got signed because I was still like a like little handsome brown kid to everyone else but me. But I got signed. Thing is though, that agency was also like a school. So they taught you how to model. They taught you how to act. They taught you to do runway, they taught you to do freeze modeling, catalog modeling, all this kind of stuff. Stuff that I truly believe you don't need to pay to learn. You can, and it will be very beneficial. Have some sort of degree or certification that hey I'm a I'm a professional one-way model because I went to this school and I learned how to do it. But like college, again it's my own thought process like college a lot of things you just don't need to go to school for anymore. You just don't through experience or through even just online stuff you can learn the very same skills or even better. But I know.
1: Yeah, 16. definitely.
0: Yeah, but I didn't know it's at 16. So I, they were taking like a couple hundred dollars of my parents' money because I was 16. I didn't have money a month to like teach me some bullshit on acting and some bullshit on like modeling and all this stuff even at 16 i was like i could do this by myself i'm not really learning anything here i'll just go outside and take a picture what they are teaching me to do is just like like do this with your head tilt your head this way do this do all this kind of stuff i'm like you learn this naturally with experience so i was, I was signed for a couple months when i was 16 didn't like it i hated it <laughs> so i ended up quitting that agency i still kept in contact with my agent and like he's the he cool guy he had nothing to do with it and the agency itself was fine i'm obviously not gonna drop any names but it's just not what i wanted to do and then recently, a couple of months ago, pre-Corona, is when I got signed to my agency that I'm with now, the Rock Agency in Chicago. But because of Corona, stuff slowed down, and like I was supposed to do a test shoot, and I do need like digitals, and you need you need a lot of stuff in line before you're actually on the website sent to auditions, and all that stuff got canceled because of Corona. So the second I got signed to an actual professional agency, Corona just like it fucked up everything else for everyone. I was it fucked up that for me too. But how I got signed is literally one night, one night. I was like, it was like, again, I was in my bed, couldn't get out because this was Corona. This is my own. I had no excuse. I was in bed on my phone. I didn't want to leave. And then I just went, I just searched agencies near me. Ford models showed up, select models showed up. And then the rock agency, the one that I signed with now showed up. And I just like, it's all online. Cause usually you have to go in for auditioning and they like check you out. They look at you and all this kind of stuff. That's what they're looking for. they sign you in person. You have to go to, or you go to auditions in person. Like they set up certain dates at like hotels, they rent out hotels. And then you have to like go oh, there in person audition. But because of Corona, one of the few benefits of Corona is that you just sent pictures. You just sent pictures of you to them, and they were like, if they like you, they give you a Zoom call. That was the interview. And if they didn't, they just didn't respond. So Ford Ford models is like that is the number one agency in Chicago. They haven't hit me back up yet. <laughs> no, I, was like, I just didn't get a response from them. I didn't get a response from a lot of them. But the one that I did was, thank you, Alhamdulillah, the second biggest one in Chicago. Very glad with that. And then. They emailed me, they set up a Zoom call, they Zoom called with me, and then, yeah, that that's when I got signed. Because they knew that I had a lot of experience from before. They they had my Instagram and my TikTok and everything, so they saw that I was already doing it for the past four years. They're like an in-person in in an person audition, not only because of corona, probably isn't possible, but it's not necessary. So I was like, this is what I meant by, you don't need to go to college, and you don't need to go to school. I just did my own shit alongside going to high school and going to college. And they saw that what I was doing was working, and they were like, you don't really need to do any of the training we have either. It's just, like, come aboard. So, Alhamdulillah, that's how I got signed. But I'll be officially on this site up for edition soon, because, again, corona just kind of ruined everything. But within, like, this week, I should be, inshallah.
1: Solid. Awesome. Okay, great. The next thing to kind of talk about is, you know, you have the, the model side of you, and then you also have, like, the side of you that is on TikTok. Right? Yeah. I feel like you're one of the, the TikTokers who doesn't want to call them you know you're one of the people who like doesn't want to associate with the platform you don't want to call yourself a tiktoker you're just kind of there for like the fun of it right oh yeah oh yeah okay great so you're part of the the muslim community on tiktok though yeah like, to an that, extent that
0: is true yeah
1: okay and how how is how has tiktok like kind of shaped your life because you know for a lot of people it has completely changed their life uh-huh very true how is it how has it impacted you
0: mm, okay so when i first made tiktok I was like, one rule, I'm never going to be like one of those fuckboys on there, lip syncing and taking the shirt off and doing all that fuckboy shit and trying to be like, oh, look at me, I'm so hot and all this shit. I wanted my TikTok to be like my Snapchat where I just shit post. I just post stupid shit on there, me dancing or me yelling at the camera, just stupid stuff. And that's what I did. And that's how I gained my initial following. My first like 20 or 30k were from that. And then brown people found me. They're like, oh my God, look, like um, I'm not ugly brown kid. And uh, that sounds bad, but that's really what was happening. They were like, "You're stupid," but like, "You're attractive," so I'm okay with it. And I'd be like, "Wow, thanks, I guess." <laughs> but that was like, for me, from zero to like thirty, forty thousand followers, and I was like, I, "I mean, it's working. I don't really mind." And they're not being like actually mean about it. There yeah, like a couple yeah, yeah. Of people who were like, "I'm only here because you're hot," and I was like, "Okay, just don't fucking follow me. You don't really need to follow me. I'm not gonna miss you." But the way that helped, and I think it helps a lot of brown kids. Is that TikTok is one of the few platforms, not even platforms, just movements, that gives minorities, but see people, black people, Asian people, all minorities, the platform and the voice to be themselves and vote like without judgment. Like usually on Twitter, on Instagram, even on YouTube, most of the people that are the popular creators, they're all a bunch of white boys, bro. They're all a bunch of white kids. They're all a bunch of white girls just doing this dumb shit. Like I, again. You can see me as hating. I don't care, but I know for a fact, like if I was a, if I was an attractive white dude, I just have more followers. And the reason why I love TikTok is because you don't need to be an attractive white guy. You can just be a brown kid, just doing dumb shit with your friends, lipsticking to brown people music, and you'll find an audience. You'll find your niche for your for your videos. And I love that. So wh- when I realized that instead of seeing it as like some bittersweet people just find me attractive and started following me, I started seeing it as like like they're actually giving brown people a good a good voice other than like oh these muslim terrorists and all that kind of stuff that's what i loved it that's when it started shaping me because i started meeting other brown people with similar mindsets different mindsets i started meeting other creative brown people other creative muslim people so it shaped my life in the sense that it maybe like reaffirmed that this is what i wanted to do with my life like i didn't want to do some regular people stuff because when i saw other people not wanting to do regular brown people brown culture stuff it like it just made me feel stronger about what i was already doing
1: interesting all right and then how has like the community aspect of it helped you out?
0: The community? Oh, okay. <laughs> I I don't really like they follow me. The bigger ones, the bigger guys, and I love them. I think they're all cool. I have no issue with any of them. But I don't really, I don't really do anything in there. You know, like I'm in there only because I'm brown and Muslim. You know, if I wasn't, I would. Oh, well, of course, I wouldn't be in there. But the like, I, my content isn't just the brown people stuff. You know what I mean? The people yeah. who are really in there is like, oh, when you're brown and you're and you do this, or like, oh, when Lip you're lip-syncing Baywafa? Yeah, 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 and some, or just lip-syncing some song, which is cool, do your thing, that's just not for me, or it's like, just a, a lot of them, I hate this one, I'm calling out whoever does this, I don't care, they're always just like making some stereotypical brown people mm. people accent jokes, you know what I mean? It's like, when you're doing that, the just some inherent racist shit against their own people, that I disagree with, and it's like, that was funny at first, bro. Like in 2011, good job. That was hilarious. What Zay Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, my mom loves him. She's like, why don't you do stuff like him? And I'm like, <laughs> this dude is like openly racist against his own people, man. <laughs> but not him. I'm talking about other people. Zay Lali, yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. I like his stuff. He's a cool guy. Nothing wrong with him. But I'm talking about just the the trait or the personality trait of your, all your content is just making fun of your mom. That's really what you're doing. You're just making fun of your mom. And it's like, you shouldn't be doing that. It's okay a couple of times because some of the shit is funny. But if you're whole thousands of followers, hundreds of thousands of followers is like when you're fat, Punjabi uncle that's some fat <laughs> Punjabi shit, and you're just like, oh god, we live in America, bro. Stop doing that shit. Then there's an issue with it. Like, come on, bro. That's true.
1: Makes sense. All right. I guess now we can kind of shift over into the clothing aspect side you have a brand called Ronak clothing yeah. i don't know if i pronounce that right Ronak. And it's not it's not like a lot of the other clothing brands on instagram which is just you know either you know like just hoodie designs that are like just mass produced you actually like hand design every single yeah. piece right mm-hmm. so i guess talk about that
0: okay so uh it started off because i don't know randomly i i was thinking about this the other day i've always painted i've always sketched i've always drawn but i never did it consistently and I never did it for money. I've never sold any of my paintings or any that kind of stuff. I usually just did it for people and I gave it away. So like like a year or two ago, I started painting on clothes. That's when I had the most fun. Like you can go through my back, back, back my Instagram. I painted this like shirt just for fun a couple years ago. And then people started, they started messaging me. They're like, yo, I want to buy this. You should make more of this. Like I would buy a shirt like this. That's when in my brain, I was like, I can monetize this. But my issue as with anything is like, I don't do really anything just for the pure intention of making money i I don't care about money that much and i was having fun doing that so for like a year to three years i didn't do anything about making money off of it but until recently when i went to zara and again i don't care is me calling out zara hope my agency doesn't see this but why is it 70 dollars for one white t-shirt with some bullshit logo on it forever 21 sells a hot cheeto man saying oh i'm so sexy or like I'm bringing sexy back on some glitter t-shirt with the hot Cheeto guy on it. And that's $40. And then not only that, but they're polluting. And they're, they contribute heavily to fast fashion. Some of their shit low-key is racist at H&M. That little black boy in the monkey shirt. What the fuck was that? What are they doing? I have a, such a large issue with the majority of like the big brands out there. H&M. Oh, I thought my cat was there. Uh, I, I, love, I love ASOS. ASOS, I love them. Everything they do is incredible. And they, they donate back to the environment. Their, and their designs are incredible. Sometimes the only things I buy from online retailers is ASOS. But aside from that, everyone else I kind of have an issue with. Because I feel like it's very overpriced for no reason. I went to Zara last week or like two weeks ago. I bought one blazer, one pant, and it was $250. Man, $250? And but and that's that's one thing. That's just one thing. The second biggest issue, and I think this is more important to me personally than like the fact that it uh, it's polluting or that it costs too much money. Everyone wears the same shit. You know that that guy shops at Zara. You know that that guy shops at H and M. You know that this girl bought this shit for Forever 21. And like that's cool. Do your thing. But my t- whole thing is individuality and standing out and all this kind of stuff. I can't wear Zara shit. I just can't because I know every auto dude at the musters when I go there is wearing the same shit as me. I'm like, that's cool. You look fly, bro. But I need some different shit. So, Rona, the inspiration behind that was like, I hate everything that everyone's making. And I need to make some cool shit. So, the fact that everything's hand-painted, the reason why I, again, no one else is doing that. I don't really see anyone else is doing customizable hand-painted stuff. A lot of it's screen printing. And I love that. Screen printing, small businesses. I fucking love you guys. You guys are incredible. Enjoy your clothing,
1: by the way. Even if it's oh, we time. are not screen printed. That time. is like one of the things. That's one of the things you're like. Okay, we're definitely not doing that.
0: Just small businesses who are doing their own thing, pushing yeah. stuff that aren't normal. I have so much respect for, and I love because if we keep doing this, we're definitely gonna put fucking four hundred dollar jackets from H and M. We're gonna put them out of business for sure.
1: Definitely. We're gonna
0: save a couple kids in Bangladesh and India from like working all these working the slave labor that they're putting them through just to make that four hundred dollar jacket. But I wanted to make sure that I had cheap, affordable clothing that was also environmentally friendly and then very customizable and unique to the buyer. So like all the stuff that I hand paint is one of a kind. Because of course I purposely like, I could, if like many times I've messed something up and I just throw away the whole piece because like, I don't like how this looks. It doesn't go with the design. I throw it away. It's like, not throw it away, but I, I recycle it, meaning like I give it back to the thrift store. Because again, you can just donate that to where, where I buy it from. Because every single piece that I buy is from a thrift store. So not only is it unique in that sense, but also like whenever I handpage someone's design or like their name onto it or their company name onto it, whatever it is, even if I make like a little mistake that doesn't make it look like it's font, like like a screen printed font or whatever, that just adds to the uniqueness and individuality of it. So I like that. I like that it's one of one. And like if some and, like if Clothing, if you reach out to me, yo, because like there's a couple other companies that I know that I know you guys have heard of who like who have commissioned a couple jackets from me and like t-shirts from me, and they know that like no one else has this. Like this was made just for them and they could go to some like company or manufacturer and just have like Jorio clothing on a t-shirt made by Horace on it, or they could have like a very unique Desi-inspired in Urdu or Arabic or Hindi, whatever language you want, hand-painted jacket with their with their logo and their company name on it. That's what I wanted. Basically, I just wanted to get like the Desi people name out there, but do it affordably and cheap and uniquely.
1: Interesting. So what is your, your pricing strat look like right now? Like if I wanted to buy a denim, if I wanted to buy a denim jacket from you right now, and I wanted to have it customized, just one, how much would that mm-hmm. like run me?
0: Okay, so the way that I price those, and I, and I always use like the first jacket I've ever done. I use the pricing from that because I fucked that up. I made it way too cheap. Cause I was like, I was just trying to be nice. I was like, my business model, I want it to be cheap. I want people to be like, what? That's all it costed. Cause I care more about people being happy about what they received than the money I make off of it. Well, basically, it depends on your design, not only how intricate it is but how big it is it depends on the colors you want on it it depends like how those two the color and the design intricacy involves as well because if it's like a super simple design you just want some sort of or do calligraphy on it i'm not going to charge you that much for that why would i like for me that's easy to do because that's what i do but if it's like because i know this one girl like i'll speak on this one jacket i had it was like based on eye so it was like an anime eye here a real life eye here and here there was like another uh, a, a pair of eyes from this one movie, and then here she was like, I want this one to be this color, this one to be this color, this one to be this color, all this kind of stuff. Very, very intricate design. And I was like, Are really- you supplying?
1: Like that sounds like some Illuminati s- supplying no, stuff, no, bro. I, I just
0: <laughs> like not like triangle like Illuminati. Eyes. I'm just messing, I just yeah, like, yeah. I wanted to be like insightful or whatever, and I was like, Cool, like i fought with it. That's cool as hell. Of course I'll make it for you. But that was probably the most intricate thing I've ever made. So that, obviously, I charge more than I would just, like, regular calligraphy. But also the, the price that I charge is always negotiable. If I give someone a price and, like, that's a bit too much, I'm like, okay, like, let's talk about
1: it. All right, so what give I mean? me, like, some numbers. Like, what have you charged in the past? Okay, if you so can...
0: for, yeah, of course. For a jean jacket that had, that took me about six hours to make, six to eight hours to make, I charged 150 And that had someone's name on it, that had, that had work on the back on the sleeves and then on the front as well, and the collar too. So it's just, it, it's shit that goes everywhere that if you were to make by a manufacturer, it would at least cost you like $400 because they were charging like, oh, you want stuff on the collar? That's gonna cost you more. You want four parts of your shirt and you want it here, here, and here? That's gonna cost you more. The sleeves, as you probably know, getting stuff printed on the sleeves costs a lot too. So yeah, I think 150 not only is fair, but it also puts into my brain like the amount of work i had to put into it personally because nothing i do takes less than like two or three hours
1: makes sense um how 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 scalable do you think this is like if if you hit a jackpot somehow you get some big shout out and suddenly you're getting like 10 15 like 100 orders in a day mm-hmm. what does that change for you do you suddenly start charging a hell more because you can you can't keep up with the demand or or
0: I wouldn't charge more I would keep the prices fair because I think the prices that I have now are less than they used to be before and then more than the original price so where I'm at now I think is the perfect price that I'm charging not only because I, I like definitely forgot the amount of hard work that goes into calligraphy like for my for me I don't like to complain I don't like to say anything hard I think I can do everything I don't think that's my ego that's more so me like believing in myself you know what I mean but that takes like four to six hours. So if I charge like $40 for a pair of pants that took me four to six hours, I'm not even gonna make any money on it. You know what I mean? Not only just like taking into account how much I, how much it cost me to get it, the shipping and how much I pay myself hourly, I just wouldn't make money on it. So the, the price that I arrived at and everything, I would never change. I don't think I would change because it just makes sense that price. And of course, for stuff that is commissioned, not just the, uh, like the products that are already on my page, but commissions that I discuss with other people, that's always up for debate. Only because it depends on how intricate they want it made. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah, makes sense. Uh if let's say tomorrow I, I have no artistic talent with when it's like hand hand drawn, no painting, nothing like that. Let's say I was artistically talented and I wanted to do something like starting tomorrow, right? Or a listener mm-hmm. wants to do something like that starting tomorrow, what would the process be? Would it be like, okay, first figure out a thrift store or set up a website, run Facebook ads or like what it what does it look like?
0: To start a company like Roanoke? yeah i just I, i'm very well versed with shopify because i ran a couple of drop shipping stores at shopify so i knew what i was doing there yeah i knew what i, I kind of knew what i was doing there and then so i knew shopify i didn't have to pay anyone to make it because people would be charging like 700 dollars to set up a store are you talking about it, it takes like two hours to learn well, at least for me i grew up with computers i was like virgin computer pokemon nerd for like the first like 16 years of my life so thank god that i grew up with computers but, definitely, yeah, I think anyone, it's not hard to learn Shopify. You can pay someone if you don't want to learn it. But the way that I enjoy doing my stuff is that I have, like, hookups at thrift stores. Not like I know people, but I know the best places to go. And I tell people where to go if they ask. But the places that I get my stuff from, as all thrift stores are, they're relatively cheap. And then the reason why I do that is because I want to empty out those bitches. I want I want to support thrift stores, and I want to support small businesses and I want people to see that what I'm doing is good for the environment. So if you really want to do something like Roanoke, ah, allow me to say you can't. I'm one of a kind. But you can try. But I hope you help the earth while you're doing it too. It's really not that hard. I don't even have Facebook ads running yet. I haven't done that yet. I should probably do that. But I, like oh, I said, winter, winter, man, I've been slacking.
1: <laughs> what what <laughs> is it about winter? Like I know, I know California winters are very different than Chicago winters. Yeah. Dude, Um,
0: I was in Cali. I was in LA like two weeks ago. It was 70 and sunny. That's not winter. That's not winter. Literally.
1: Hey, man, it's 40 right now.
0: (laughs) 40 is like hoodie weather here. I wish it was 40 here. Okay, but allow me to give you something. Let me tell you something. Last year in the winter in Chicago, it was negative 50 degrees. That is the coldest it was anywhere on the entire planet. Chicago was colder than Antarctica. Chicago was colder than the North Pole. Penguins are running around, and they didn't even have a jacket on because it was colder here in Chicago. We needed all the jackets, man. It was negative 50. The next thing was zero, and the next, it was 50. It went from negative 50 to zero to 50. What the fuck does that mean, man? What does that mean? Who in the world would plants like, what does that do for anyone? It was that weather where if you throw the hot, steaming water out, it just turns into like evaporation or whatever. It was that but worse. Makes it sad man. The sun is how I live. I thrive off the sun. And not only is there no sun, but it's cold and cloudy. And I can't go outside. My lips get dry. My skin gets dry. I have I need so much Vaseline for my fat ass lips. My forehead be getting dry. Everything is just sad and gloomy. There's no animals. I don't hear any birds. I like when I hear the birds. They wake me up in the morning. There's no birds anymore. Winter just sucks, man. It sucks the life out of me in a bad way. Do you, yeah. do you have plans yeah.
1: to like move states anytime soon? Like, just move out and, like, live, move to, like, a state with better weather.
0: Oh, yeah. When I was in L.A., I was like, I don't want to leave, man. I
1: don't want to leave.
0: <laughs> you guys have palm trees and Dave's hot chicken. Oh, my God. And you guys have the sun, like, all the time. I, like, I love Chicago. I love it. Alhamdulillah. I'm just only complaining because I just, I hate the weather. That's the only thing I hate. But I definitely want to move to somewhere that has more sun. Because why the hell is it okay for it to be negative 50, then zero, then 50? Think about that, man. That's bogus. Global warming on, like, exponentially rising levels right now. And they decided to target me in Chicago.
1: <laughs> they just had to target yeah. you? in Chicago.
0: Yeah, they're like, you know what, hard vibe? Fuck you, you fat bitch. And I was like, come on, man. And I was suffering, man. I love to suffer. I love to suffer. I hated it. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I, I want to live, like, random states. I don't know I want to live in like Montana for a year but like Hawaii for a couple of months I don't know I've been here like my whole life
1: yeah um that is okay I'm not gonna lie I I did well in school okay but geography was the one class I I never bothered paying. I just didn't care I yeah. it just didn't make sense for me to to pay it. so I I honestly didn't know that it was negative 50. But hey, I'll just I'll take my California weather and just not complain. Yeah, California
0: um, weather, you guys are blessed, man. Even in the winter, you can go to the beach. Yeah. That is crazy.
1: Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so awesome. the two things that are the two things that are kind of taking up the media right now. Well, the two things that I, I there's a third thing I, I don't want to talk about um, Kanye West at all. I just don't want him in my mind. So the two things that are happening in the media you, right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, the two things we- that are happening.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah. The two things right now are, number one, the capital. Uh, I just got freaking the, the coop and all that stuff. Is it coop? Coop? I don't know. Coop, cool, thing. And you said right. niche. And niche. <laughs> no, niche. Were, you can say both. It's, nith, it's niche? niche or niche. I, I've had this argument with 40 people. It's niche or niche. I don't like it, man.
0: Now, allow me to say one thing. Here on the East Coast, East Coast, we say niche. <laughs> I'm joking. I don't care about Say what
1: that. you want. All right keep your -50 degree weather. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> I hate you, man. So right. And then the
1: second thing <laughs> the second thing is the the rise of Bitcoin. So, p- take your pick. Which you want to talk about first?
0: Uh the capitals. Let's talk about the capital first. That's the most recent thing or like the biggest thing that's taking the news right now. Uh, first of all, that's some bullshit. If you somehow disagree about uh, in any form of view again, White supremacy or any form of you of racism in America, you're blind. You're stupid. If before, if you disagreed, you're stupid. Now you're dense. Like you're you're beyond stupid. Like you're you got to be dumb, dude. They they they're in the Capitol at oh, 2 p.m. on a Wednesday. A bunch of white people <laughs> in the Capitol. They don't got jobs enough. They storm. they like, yeah. They had Nazi stuff. They had Confederate flags. They had Trump flags. Uh, the mega hats. David, I saw this video. Hold on, bro. Oh, I'm talking thing. Hold on, they were doing reenactment. Hold on of George Floyd's death, and there's a video of that going on Twitter. It is on the news, and I, and like and the the cops. I saw another video on Twitter again. Twitter is in the ball, bro. Twitter is incredible. I, I love Twitter only because they just show what's happening, the full thing, and they don't have any opinion attached to it. They just like look at this. And depending like, oh, on, who you, depending on who you
1: follow, depending on who you follow.
0: Of course of course. I just follow people that show video, people who are there and just like this just happened, this just happened. So what I saw. The cops were letting people in. What are you doing, bro? I saw a video.
1: There was a video of one, like there was one black cop and then the entire like army of people who were storming the Capitol were just like against this one black cop and he was like retreating and there was no one coming to help him.
0: Yep, yep. First of all, I'm not surprised. That makes sense. Like what do you expect from these people? These these people are, they're animals, bro. They're jahids. They're not human at this point. They're they invaded the Capitol, and then you can see pictures. Again, look Google it. Pictures of when the protesters for BLM were at the Capitol. Mm. They had that bitch on lockdown. They had uh, not the National Guard, but they looked like the army was there. They they were they were they were bleeding from the bleed, bro. They had everybody there, making sure oh my my Capitol my home the congressman. no please let the Senate. But these white people were like, let me in, bro. Let me in. And they let them in. They, in the, they They didn't shoot them. There was no gassing. There was no rubber bullets. There was no cracking of skulls. First of all, I obviously don't do that. But they should have done something to stop them. All these bits, they were taking pictures with the with the rioters, police officers. All right. They were <laughs> taking pictures with them, acting like everything was cool. Because, again, they're on the same side. This isn't surprising to me either. Majority of them 99% of them. I saw one black dude in the video. 99% of them just ugly old white people. Did you see that one? Do you see that picture? <laughs> this is a picture of this old lady and I saw the, the caption was like, this bitch don't even know where she is. And she was, she was like, she was like, and then people were replying to that tweet. They're like, what the fuck? This bitch, don't, she don't even know where she is. Is she racist? Like, what the hell? But a, a little part of me doesn't feel bad because what are you doing? Why are you storming the Capitol? And I guess, in my brain, I was like, "Wait, why? Did something?" I woke up and I saw the stuff. Did something happen? Like, why are they doing this? Why are they like invading? They're raiding. It's Clash of Clans, man. They're raiding that bitch. <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing?" Like, did something happen? They're just mad that Trump lost. I was like, "Y'all still on there? It's been like two months, bro." Like, move did you on. see the
1: tweet? Which is like, uh, if Trump supporters lost, which they won't, we're we're gonna accept no. defeat. Uh, yeah. No, white Always some white bitch, bro. Always some white girl talking. Man. <laughs> Always some think- white. Girl. <laughs> Yeah, I mean for me the the two the two there were like two tweets that really stuck with me. The first one was this one person who was like, this proves that we could have easily invari- uh, invaded area 51. Yeah. And then the second one which is like god, it was like, why is it harder to get into an Apple store than it is to get into the Capitol?
0: I agree. I didn't see that one, but that's true. <laughs> Apple stores have lines around the, around the whole mall. I can't go to the Apple store even if I wanted to. That motherfucker, they were like, you know what? Go to Capitol Hill for the day. This ugly-ass white people. This is fucking dirty Vikings, bro. They walked in. That guy stole the podium. That other guy stole the podium.
1: <laughs> you know someone <laughs> bought it on TikTok? They sold the podium <laughs> on eBay. and Some guy apparently bought it on I'm TikTok. Up. Up. i don't even. I don't even know. I think it was yeah, a couple I, hundred.
0: Couple hundred? That's worth <laughs> yeah. a couple hundred. I saw it. I don't know, maybe... It was on eBay. I was like, I'm Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no way you can get away with buying that. How are you going to ship it? How are you going to ship it? <laughs> There's
1: so many. The hour? Just refrigerator I, box i don't know
0: i'm gonna see things like yo that's that's the that's the podium that they stole man <laughs> There's so many things wrong with this stealing mail is a federal crime and that guy was posing for a picture and i remember after the blm protest all the people that are identified in the protest they were getting arrested and sent to jail weeks afterwards
1: yeah. if that
0: guy isn't in jail Oh my God! And I know it's not. I know they're not going to arrest this. The that? FBI
1: apparently him. just started conducting an investigation on on the thing. They they made out like a public statement saying that they're accepting tips. Um,
0: Dude, they have then, all the software in the world. Just find them.
1: And then a lot of the tweets that were replying to that FBI tweet were adding Donald Trump, retweeting, saying, "Hey, I think this man had something to do with it." Um, so,
0: he said that though. Yeah, didn't he tweet? January on 6th, December 6th.
1: On December 30th, he just, he yeah. tweeted January. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I don't know no if it was... way,
0: There's no way, like, all those people could show up coincidentally. There's just no way. Are you kidding me? There's no way. People were like, on the Facebook group chats, all these white bitches, yo, we should fuck that Capitol Hill up. There's no way they did that on mistake. The they had that planned out for so long. The cops knew to. There's no way they were just okay with all that happening, man. That's so yeah. bad, but I'm not surprised they were white people that's, they can do kind of whatever they want yeah mm. yeah they, they really can't, without repercussions like if they were brown or black bro there would be like fifty dead people and they were just brown fifty that's if they were just black people true. there'd be hundred dead people man and that's so bad uh oh, that I was watching it get worse and worse I saw the picture of the guy behind the podium oh I was like, arrest him, bro. Like, they can get arrested legally for trespassing. And then there was a curfew set. They're still out past curfew. And then for breaking social distancing guidelines. So many reasons to arrest these people. That was literally domestic terrorism.
1: Literally just was, breaking uh, and entering.
0: Yeah, that too. So that's like four alone that I can think of. And I don't know anything about law. I and then have like assault
1: battery in, involved yeah, somehow.
0: Yeah. They were beating up cops, and the cops were like, stop it. Don't beat me up, <laughs> like bro, do your job, man. They're like, no, not the chicken nugget, no. Get out of here, bro. Like, why are not you shooting? The- they were shooting at amazing kids here in Chicago. They were amazing children. And here, I saw a video of a cop in full riot gear not beating the shit out of black people or these white people that were there, but instead, hand. She was holding. He was holding this girl's hand, and they're just walking down the steps together. Are you serious, bro? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? If that was me, let alone someone a little darker than me, I would have been dead. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm leaving this country, bro. One law, not, Okay, I'm not going to say one law, But one law I want to. How about that? Wallah I want to. But if if I somehow manage this, I'm leaving. I'm going to New Zealand. I'm going to the Netherlands. I'm getting out of here. Because, wow, bro, that's
1: crazy. Would you really move?
0: Yeah. I No, I know some people say it, but I hate this (laughs) place. Only reason I would stay only reason I would stay is because my my mom was here. My Mm. parents are here. I'd be like, I'd be sad, and I'd have to come visit them and they'd be like, Don't go so far. Other than that, I want I need some mountains. I need some wild sheep. I need I need to see an oxen or something. Here, they don't have anything. Have you seen Singapore, bro? That one building with the yacht on the three of them? We don't have that here. Yeah, we don't have This place is yeah. ugly full of old, ugly, racist white people. That's all we have here. I'm leaving.
1: <laughs> oh god. All right. And then the second thing was Bitcoin. Time to time to switch gears for a second. So basically from what I've understood, in 2017 there was a big rise because of, you know, retail FOMO. Retail people like you and me, not like billionaires, but like just normal average consumers buying in, and that like boosted the price. But then right now what's happening is there's a lot of industrial FOMO. Like PayPal and all these like big companies, these big you know famous hedge hedge fund managers, are like you know they put one percent of their company, and that's like tens of billions of dollars getting down into Bitcoin. and that's why it's spiking. But like if you're listening to this and and you're thinking about buying Bitcoin, oh, I yeah. you know don't no, 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 don't don't buy it. and obviously, don't take our advice or're not like finance
0: buying.
1: I say don't. It's about to crash because what's happening is you have a lot of people buying in right now with the intent of selling it in a month so that they could get rich quick. But in reality, it's like, I think from what I've understood, Bitcoin is here for a long time.
0: Oh yeah. 100%. I agree. First of all, yeah, let me say legally, whatever. We're not financial. Do whatever you want. But I say, even if you bought in now with the rise at 40K in a couple months, you could still make money. I think you could still make money. Not as much as... not as much as we did (laughs) or not as much as someone who bought earlier did but i still think you can make money there are people talking about bitcoin hitting 100k by the end of next year no i don't know about all that i
1: think think so it's about the concept right it's it's about the fact of like actual decent decentralized currency especially with the whole Mm -hmm. uh what happens right now is i think there's like i don't know like most of uh the the leadership in our country is about to be democratic which means they're going to be pumping out stimulus checks which means yep. that as they pump more money into the system, the value of the dollar gets destroyed. Yep. Which means that, you know, at some point, the, the value of a dollar is going to be worth so It'll little. Yeah, exactly. And that's why there's such a big rise in crypto. But you know, the, the, the thing about crypto that people, I guess, might not initially realize, like people know it's decentralized, but that means that you have a log of every purchase almost ever made. So you can see if if our entire country at some point gets converted to crypto, you will be able to see where the senators are spending their money and, and who's backing them, where their money's coming from. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing, but that's also very scary because you know for a fact okay. that the government doesn't want that to happen.
0: On top of that, the money that not is, is, that is traceable, there's also lots of to be untraceable. So it's just like that whole conversation about if like paper currency goes away, not even to Bitcoin, but mostly to whatever it, is, it goes away to. The poor, poor people are people in poverty who can't afford that or who rely heavily on cash payments they will even get poor. So a lot of people, they'll get poor because they don't have access to uh, Bitcoin, they don't have access to wallets, investments, whatever it is. But people like us, alhamdulillah, people like us who can afford and don't really lose too much by fully paperless country, we would benefit only because you and I are invested in Bitcoin right now. Go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, go ahead. Like, finish, finish your thing. No,
0: we would, we would we would, profit because we're invested in Bitcoin and because we personally, alhamdulillah, I, I listen from what I know, we're not at the point where having no cash would negatively impact us financially, but other people, the big people, the big rich people, statewide, all that kind of shit, they obviously don't fucking care. They never cared about homeless people, people in poverty. Of course, they're trying to help with them bullshit stimulus checks, but when it comes to the homelessness problems and actual people in poverty, minorities, all that kind of stuff, they don't give a fuck. If it makes them money, the people in power if it makes them money, they're gonna do it.
1: Yeah, I think there's a, an implication going around that if you make a lot of money off Bitcoin, you're gonna be rich. The only problem with that is now that there's so many people buying into Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. Like, let's say you have Bitcoin that means that's worth like a a million U.S. dollars. You're not going to be able to buy that much stuff with a million U.S. dollars if everybody has a million U.S. dollars from Bitcoin. So, like, Mm -hmm. if you want to buy a Ferrari right now and you're like, oh, that's $300,000. If I made $300,000 off of Bitcoin in 40 years, like, everyone else is going to have that same $300,000 and that Ferrari is going to be worth like $4 million. The inflation.
0: Just not not down.
1: Are Are you planning on holding?
0: Oh yeah. Or are you, not you're not,
1: you're not, you're not cashing out.
0: I'm not cashing out. Cause I don't care about, I don't care about $220 month, And I feel like you don't care about $700 month.
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, I think I'm going to continue putting money into, to, to Bitcoin oh, yeah. because it's That's at right. a point where you can't get rid of it because there's always going to be those like core group of users who, who agree with Bitcoin. And it's at a point where it's, it's set in our economy. Like it's, it mm-hmm. is, it is, is, it is legitimized, right? Worldwide. Um, It's the same thing with like stocks, right? There's no point trying to time the system. It's just, you just got to consistently put in X amount of dollars every month or X amount of dollars every week or a dollar a day, right? And then long-term that's should be conducive.
0: Acorns shit too. People who are like new to investing, my brother, the day day he turned 18, I sent him my free Robin Hood stock. I signed him up with Acorns. He now has an investment portfolio and he's starting his IRA soon. You got to get on that shit. If you want to make money, that is... One of those many ways to make some passive income, but also some smart money too. Also, also yeah. unrelated, to that, unrelated to that. I just read again it was on Twitter. Fuck, I fucking love Twitter. Obviously, fact check it, but I read this on Twitter. It's it, no, no. This was on a news article. You can't. It's going to be virtually impossible to own one full Bitcoin soon because of the amount of people that own full Bitcoins already. You know what I mean? Like one Bitcoin. Oh, has, no, no,
1: mathematically, it, yeah.
0: It, yeah, like mathematically speaking, it's going It's near impossible to buy in and own one full Bitcoin. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and at some point, probably not in there our is. lifetime, but at some point it's going to be, Bitcoin itself is going to be rare because the way it was created, there's only ever going to be 21 million or 21 trillion Bitcoins in existence and we're already 18 trillion of the way there. Yep,
0: that's right. Yeah, exactly. It's, gonna, it's getting to the point where you can't even own it even if you want to soon. Like you can buy, even if you put in $40,000, you might not even get it.
1: I mean yeah because then again like that that last 3 trillion or or 3 trillion dollars yeah is it's I think it's estimated that the last bitcoin is going to be mined in 2100 like 2140 because as as the we bitcoins have- like like yeah as as they get mined it becomes harder and harder to actually mine them and it becomes harder and harder to actually create bitcoins so i mean you know you, there there's time it's just about actually holding
0: yeah, but people don't do that. People are pussies. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a, I guess it is harder when you have like tens of thousands of dollars um, invested in, in something and you see it like within 20 minutes, you could have made $50,000 and then within the next 40 minutes, you could have lost $500,000 yeah. depending on it's how happened. much you have. in. It hit 40K and then crashed like 5%, right?
0: That's what I was looking for. Let's see. So when I was looking at it, it went, it was hit 40K, then it went down a lot. Let's see.
1: Yeah, yeah. It hit 40 and then it dipped.
0: Yeah, it hit 40Ks, and it went down to, like, 37. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That could be a large percentage for a lot of people. So yeah. I saw his tweet, and said, what the fuck just happened? I bought some of them. My whole, my whole portfolio was down 25%. What happened? Oh, he was like, I was up 25%, and then I went to sleep. I woke up, and I was down 25%. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, bro, that's crypto. That's what happened. It's,
1: like, high risk, high reward. Yeah.
0: This, this like, sucks when it comes to, like, let's say I have a lot of money invested in, like, AI, artificial intelligence ETF. That's all my money. All my money is invested in just like cybersecurity or solar. You should invest energy. in.
1: I feel like you should not Yeah, solar is good. I feel like you should invest in energy because like long term. Yeah, yeah.
0: Long term, because I'm not doing this for like quick money. I'm holding, bro. I'm holding, whatever. I'm hodling, holding, what to, yeah. to like I feel like I need to buy something big, whatever. Until I get bored and I'm like, I might as well cash out. But by then, yeah. Best, I'm, I still have like monthly money going into that and I have another investment portfolio as well where like I don't manage it, but the ones that I do manage all my money is in artificial intelligence, ETFs, not even single debt, stocks, just ETF and that has been doing incredibly well too. So I feel like, and then, cause that's the future. I mean, cybersecurity is what I've been seeing all the talk on nowadays. Of course I have to do my research and I have to see if I'm going to buy actually any of that kind of stuff, but I also want to own yeah. tests, bro. I feel like everyone wants to own Tesla, but I don't have any Tesla. And I want at least a little of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I had, I think the thing about stocks is like, especially once you start trading like these higher, higher, I don't even know, higher performing stocks, like the ones that are worth a lot, you need like a good amount of money. And like $5 in Tesla isn't going to help anybody. Right now it's at like 8, 830. Um, Yeah.
0: When I checked, it was like 620. That's what I find so attractive about Tesla, man.
1: That's crazy. Uh, it's it, at this point a lot of the the people who are investing in elon uh in tesla it's like you're investing in elon musk like oh, yeah, oh, yeah. he a, just he oh, just yeah. passed today like while we're recording this episode the same day he just became the richest man in the world yeah, yeah. he just I passed out bezos bro.
0: crazy bro crazy first of all sure i'm love
1: him second Shit. of
0: all our whole generation of dudes just like it very much and i know there's a couple of reasons why you shouldn't like it but again, we just like him because he's like one of those meme guys. You know what I mean? The shitty tweets. is fun. <laughs>
1: he's, he's like a meme. He hangs meme. out with like, PewDiePie
0: yeah. and all that shit. I, think, I just think he's a funny guy. But also, I love Tesla cars. Roadster, that car is incredible. Ooh, a definitely. Sexy car. One. That car, mashallah. And then the Model 3, the, that's literally the price of a Camry, man. I would get a Model
1: 3. No, not really. I mean, it, to get a to, to get a, a Model 3, like that is worth spending anything more than 20, like $30,000. You would probably spec it out. And at that point it's more like a BMW. Model three stock
0: 38, k. that's what I'll say. Camry, like 35 bro, or
1: 39,
0: Cybertruck was 40 K.
1: Yeah, I mean, model three starts at 37 new.
0: See, that's crazy, man. That's very, and it's said to be even cheaper. I just really like them. I think they're so sleek. I think the the little, Big ass iPad they got going on in the middle. I think that's beautiful. I'm going to change my horn to like a fart noise. I'm going to have fun with it. <laughs> Auto, autopilot, you know it. At you can agree with this. Even if you don't like Tesla or the cars, you can agree that oh, autopilot yeah. is the future. And this is yeah. the pioneer of autopilot cars. That's like, a, that's like a daily driver, too. It's not like, let's go out it with the Tesla that's just something you drive and you charge and, and you save you money add.
1: on gas too right it's good for the environment yeah. there's just a, if you can afford it Teslas are just you know they're all around a, a good, good buy and they get software updates it's like updating your phone right it's like yeah
0: and it just happens bro you don't even gotta plug it in or anything it just happens it's like your car yeah. is updated bro thank you
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep alright so I guess we're on time. the yeah we're on the tail end now which is like the the, the wrap up What is... Okay, I have a few questions that I ask at the end. I'm sorry. What's up? There's a cat at my window. There... You have a cat, right? I feel like that that cat is is one of the stars of your videos. We didn't talk about her at all, but... Rua, my
0: baby, bro. My baby.
1: Yeah, dude. The only reason I followed you at first was because of your cat.
0: Hey, (laughs) man. I'm cool with that. (laughs) No, I'm just
1: messing. All right. So, yeah. We have a few questions to end off the episode. They're they're kind of... Some of them are kind of weird. First one is, if you could have a million followers on any platform, which platform would it be? TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. TikTok?
0: TikTok, because with a million followers, you can get 10 million so easily. TikTok has been such an easy app to go viral on. The chances of you creating a TikTok and going viral on TikTok is just one-on-one. No matter what you do, even if you don't want to do it, you can accidentally go viral for the most stupid reason. There are people on there that I thought, dude, you probably know who I'm talking about. Probably in your For You page. The woman has a chicken, and she just lip syncs with the chicken. So like she puts the chicken's face really close to the camera, and the chicken goes, "Hey man, why are you looking at me? Some stupid shit." She has like two hundred thousand followers. People don't realize how many <laughs> two hundred thousand followers is. So with a million on TikTok, it'd be easier to hit ten million than it would be on any other platform.
1: Interesting response. I, Usually, everyone says YouTube. That's pretty. Because like, too. but
0: the, with TikTok the, it would convert.
1: The thing is, for me. No, not really. TikTok is, is is it's the hardest to convert. YouTube converts. YouTube is stable. If you have a million on YouTube, you have a stable job. A million on TikTok oh, yeah. isn't really that stable. I know people with a million. Uh, I know a couple of people actually with over a million, and they are not making great money.
0: That's true. But when it comes to TikTok or TikTok,
1: because okay, the thing or... about TikTok, the, the thing about TikTok is you're you're essentially selling your face, your brand, right? When you're going to advertisers, and it's very easy to stop being relevant on TikTok. Like very really? easy. Just in a week, you could fall off and completely lose all relevance, and suddenly your entire <laughs> brand is dead.
0: Same with YouTube, though.
1: I, I, I've, I've really. right
0: YouTube, I've YouTube, had, you can. Go ahead, go ahead.
1: Like YouTube, you can you can make an entire stable job off that, and from YouTube, you usually have a big following on TikTok, Instagram, and anything else. Because when people spend like twenty minutes of their day watching you, like you become like YouTube. an actual part of, or they become an actual part of. No, you become an actual part of them. Um, and That's it's true. like I high, agree. high quality, high quality connections versus a quick That's follow where you follow a thousand people.
0: It's a much more personal connection than like a one minute video on TikTok. I agree, but to me, in my brain, even to like go let's like say someone gives you a shout out right now and I go from 100K to a million, I would want it. I I don't know. I think I'd want it on TikTok too because you could post clips of your YouTube on TikTok. Those go viral and people want to watch the full video. They go Ooh. to your YouTube. That's that's the thing, bro. Your podcast, the way the way that you're doing, it, I know you already are. You could take a highlight from this, post it on TikTok, and be like, yeah. "Hey, if you want to watch the be- if you want to watch the rest, go to my YouTube." People who actually want to watch it, they will convert to YouTube. They'll go there. People who don't want to watch it simply won't go. When it comes to just posting on YouTube, the chance of you getting on like YouTube, I don't know, whatever, they're for you, they're just a trending video, a trending video on YouTube, you're just much lower than TikTok. TikTok accidentally gives you millions of followers. <laughs> Accidentally, so if you if even now like with what I'm trying to do when I start my podcast, and I'm sure you're already doing, this is for Spotify podcast, and then you post this whole video on YouTube, and then you take a clip of that video and you post it on TikTok, and then you post the whole other video on IGTV, and then you post the real the thing that you put on TikTok to uh uh what's it called was the other one reels
1: TikTok and reels yeah
0: yeah and then you take a two minute twenty second video of this and you put it on Twitter.
1: But if you did YouTube, might be a
0: bit harder to create yeah. content on TikTok. That's what I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, honestly, we're very we're we're kind of undercutting by a lot just because the manpower we have on the team isn't that that big right now. We're we're honestly just focused on on Spotify and iTunes right now. We might mm-hmm. branch out to Instagram, uh, Instagram excerpts, not 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 in real form, but just in normal video form, I'm because sure. that's something I want to do. Thirty uh, second clips posted on Instagram, less than a minute, not IGTV, not reels but like just 30, 30 second videos on Instagram. Um, I think when it comes to like real high value content, reels are generally a lot more skipped. Like you can get a bigger audience from reels, yeah. but your current followers might skip your reels. Um, oh, yeah. And it's not as high quality or it's not perceived as high quality as like a standard video.
0: No, that's true, 100%. Reels is like a, like a little short 15 second bullshit. And then yeah. if you post an actually on your feed, it's like, oh, that's an actual video. Uh, my yeah, reels exactly. are horrible. My reels fucking suck. I get like forty yeah. views. That's it. Oh. Reels is don't work for me. I don't know why.
1: Mm-hmm. But if I were
0: to post something on my actual page, they do much well, or are much better than anything else would.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Hope I. I think if I if I end up doing a season two, which I, I I have a plan yet, I'm not ready to say it, but like maybe maybe if there's a season two and <laughs> we we go full on YouTube in person, all that stuff, that would be kind of cool. I'll see how much. Yeah. Time I why have not? Year, why
0: not? That's just like. That's like your main idea and then branching off around it. Like why not? One of them might be better than the main idea.
1: Who knows? All right. And then the next, the next question, God, I'm I'm kind of, I'm losing track of these questions. Oh yeah. Three things that you need to live and it can't be broad. Like, oh, I need my phone. I need my, my laptop. I don't know. Like what are three things you need in your everyday life? It could be an app. It could be an album. It could be, I don't know, like food that you eat every single day. Chicken Chicken wings.
0: Chicken, chicken. We were talking about this before, man. Yeah. I eat an ungodly amount of chicken, man. Whether it's chicken wings, chicken sandwiches, chicken breast, chicken and salad. I don't care what it is. I eat so much chicken. And I eat a lot. So my and my number one just most food eaten is chicken. So I would mm-hmm. need that to live. If I don't eat, I don't get grouchy or anything, I just get sad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> food juice depression. I don't, I don't get angry. I don't I get a little irritable. But I just get sad. I just pass out, man. I just go to sleep. Like I shut down. My body shuts down. So I need that. And secondly, I suppose I need my skincare. Like I can't start my day or do anything unless I know I did my skincare in the morning, and I know I
1: fell asleep at night with my skincare as well. What is your What is your skincare routine? I'm I'm actually curious. I feel like it's very taboo. I think, especially in brown people culture, but I'm curious. What is your uh, my
0: your skincare, skincare routine? routine? A lot of it is the ordinary. The ordinary has the again. This isn't even sponsored. This is just secret. The Ordinary has very good products for everything. They have good, uh, they have a zinc and niacinamide thing that's for dark spots. I put that on. And then they also have this coffee serum that's for dark spots. Brown people were known for dark, like the inner eyes for your inner eyes.
1: Oh, God, I have They're that. Most, yeah. Yeah. yeah I bro, eye bags. Bags,
0: it's very, yeah. Well, yeah, we just don't be sleeping either. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just <laughs> Yeah, bro, I know. Like I told you, I wake up at 2 p.m., bro. You can imagine when I actually went to sleep. So, wow. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know, man. <laughs> but just just the ordinary, I think, is incredible product. <clears throat> and then Old Spice, too. I fucking love Old Spice. Old Spice shampoo, Old Spice conditioner, Old Spice body wash, Old Spice gel, Old Spice, even the cologne kind of. Cologne's kind of good, too. I love this stuff. So I need the stuff that makes me feel confident about whatever I'm doing. Cause like mm. if I feel like I don't look good or if I don't, if I don't look good, if I don't feel good, then I don't look good. And oftentimes with me feeling good, I like to feel like I look good. You know what I mean? Mm, so chicken good. and then pincare. my skincare or whatever, like my cosmetics, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. My hair is included as well. And then music. Ooh, I would pick
1: an album. An album. Yeah. I see you have like, What's are those that? vinyls behind you? Yeah, but these are random. All
0: right. Yeah, these are just random. I had a record player, then I broke it. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And also, just I fucking need a speaker. I'm like not that vintage that I need a record player. But but uh, an album, I don't know. If I had to pick a guy, okay, it'd
1: be sure. James Smith, 100%. Oh, dude, James me. Smith's amazing, bro. He's
0: my favorite artist. Him, Childish Gambino, and then Sale, and then Kanye West. I Kanye oh, Kanye. Kanye. oh God! <laughs> I, got I don't know what he's been doing recently with that boy Jeffrey Star, but I don't care. Do whatever you want in your personal life. That's up to you. I'm pretty and sure that was,
1: was, yeah. I'm
0: pretty sure that I was fake. I
1: don't
0: know. The thing is, though, I don't care. People be they're they're messaging me. Did you see what happened with Kanye West? Did you? They're getting a divorce. All the Snapchat news. Oh my God! No, no, no. Why the fuck do you care? Like, who? How is this going to change your life in any way? Do whatever you want. Let them do whatever they want. How is Kanye West's marriage life? Gonna affect your the same day to day. God,
1: the same day the Capitol got the same day that thing happened yesterday when we're recording this January yeah. 6th. The headline on I think it was new it, one of the national headlines for the US news was Obama was spotted in Hawaii paddleboarding. I was like, How is that national news? Is yeah. it like, a picture of him shirtless in Hawaii on a paddleboard. I I dare like, Bro.
0: You. That that I and mean, then that reminds me of another thing I saw. I don't know what it was, but it was, like, Obama wears, like, a gray—he had a khaki suit on. He looks fly as fuck. First of all, hate him. He's a war criminal. But that suit was fly. But all these white people were like, how dare you? the president, and he's wearing this color and not, and not the regular black suit? I'm like, man, shut the fuck—let these people do what they want. Let them live, bro. I don't understand the infatuation with random people that people have.
1: I get it, yeah. but, like,
0: I of seen a different they're like celebrities or whatever but they're still people bro you guys are acting Dude. like they're not human
1: yeah and then especially now with the whole tiktok thing people see everyone acts like everyone else is a celebrity like yeah, you see you these know, tiktokers like, who who go and like billy uh i don't know how to say her last name uh i'm gonna try eilish every time i say oh, yeah. it someone roasts me for it but like they're well, like in asked. her comments <laughs> everyone in, in everyone in her comments all these tiktokers who are like 500k and verified acting like they're her best friend i'm like yeah. eh, i don't yeah, know about I, that
0: it's, one. It's like, it's like that celebrity clout culture. And again, like, people, I alhamdulillah, people, like, they see me in public, and, like, they, they take pictures of me and shit like that. That's cool. I'm honored. But never in my life will I ever be like, no, I'm too busy. I don't want to take a picture. Or, like, no, uh, don't talk to me in public. I'm busy. But people be doing that. You know? Like, they like a, a fan takes a video of, like, I don't know, that, that, that Tobey Maguire. And Tobey Maguire. Man, fuck. You get the fuck out of my face with that, that one video of Kanye good morning Kanye. Like, shut the fuck up <laughs> <that a> thing? <laughs> <laughs> like maybe it was annoying and i get at some point the paparazzi they get annoying but bro like those are, those are the people those are the reason you're successful and you're yelling at them right now other brothers um,
1: facts all right the last question <laughs> is, what is what is your advice for anyone who's like i guess any listeners who want to be in a similar position to where you're at now Modeling, let's just go modeling, clothing brand. I don't know, like what's your advice?
0: With anything that I do, TikTok, modeling, clothing brand, anything, just do what makes you happy. The only reason that I'm doing this is because it makes me happy. And if it didn't make me happy, I simply wouldn't do it. There are a couple of companies that I had, like I told you before, I just stopped doing them because they didn't make me happy anymore. They didn't excite me. So I just stopped doing them. So if so, modeling makes me happy, because I like that I'm a a brown Pakistani Muslim man modeling because I want other brown Pakistani Muslim men Desi people minorities i want them to have their feet in that field as well so i want to do that for them and then with the clothing brand again i just want Daisy people muslim people i want a clothing brand tied very closely to our religion and people out there and popular Same majority of clothing your brand i know you i know that's one of your goals as well so it, that makes me happy like helping our people helping people who don't have a voice that can't help themselves so as long as whatever you do makes you happy Do it, and then don't care about the people who hate on you, because eventually they're gonna start. They're gonna start trying to join you as well.
1: Yeah, awesome. That was deep. All right, before this episode ends, Ozair, shout out to Ozair. His Instagram is at Ozair Mahmoud. I'm putting him through the ringer for this episode. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Ozair, we love you. (laughs) Yep. And then, anyways, so thanks, thanks again for coming on the episode. Um, Let let everyone know where they can find you. You know, like quick highlight of your brands, everything like that. Your apps handles.
0: Uh, My ad is Haris on everything. Uh if you want to buy from the clothing brand, you can go ahead. Everything, every single sale made is a donation made to BLM or Yemen or Palestine or Palestine or, Palestine or Pakistan. Everything. Every single sale I make, I donate to some sort of Muslim or base related cause. And if you're interested in like my modeling shit, you can follow me on Instagram. I also do like social awareness and social activism on there too if you want. TikTok, I don't know what I do on there. If you somehow for some reason wanna follow me on there, you can go ahead too. They're all the same
1: <laughs> Solid. You can find me just on Instagram at Omar Amosim. Uh, thanks oh for listening god, <laughs> thanks for listening if you got this far uh, and then god i'm forgetting my outro sometimes it's all good if you're gonna go out please wear a mask stay safe peace yeah.